The Audacity Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx and is sponsored by me and my company, D. Joseph Design, where I design stuff for you like a website design, presentation design, brochures, business cards, whatever. I can design cover art for you or get you completely set up with a website so you can start podcasting. Check out my portfolio over at djosephdesign.com and contact me through all the normal means that I share in this episode. It all comes straight to me anyway. So we can start talking that way and we can get something designed for you. You have a message that deserves to look great. So make your next message look or sound great by hiring me to design stuff for you. Welcome to the Audacity Podcast, Episode 10, Audacity and iTunes Making Not Lame MP3s. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Audacity Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis also known as The Ramen Noodle. Check out my comedy podcast, Clean Comedy Podcast, over at theramennoodle.com, or it's just another member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx. This is the podcast where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. But what if you don't have all three of those? Should you still be podcasting? Well, that's my teaser for an upcoming episode in which I will answer someone's question about podcasting without one of those. And I'll let you try and guess which one of those three that this person wants to know if they can still podcast without it. I have some shocking news to share with you. That is that... I may be changing my opinion on lame MP3s from Audacity. I am a faithful MP3 or lame user. Lame is still the best MP3 codec if you use it right. But I'm starting to wonder if maybe podcasting isn't the best way to use it. The other solution may seem like a hassle, but... It might not be after tonight's episode or this episode of the Audacity to Podcast. But before I get into that, I want to tell you about something else that is a hassle. That is meetings where you have to travel and spend all of that time and all of that money traveling and lots of people getting together. You have to set aside all of that time. It's a hassle to have meetings, but instead you can do more and travel less with online meetings by GoToMeeting, brought to you by Citrix. It's an award-winning meeting service. With just a click, you can host a presentation, training sessions, product demos, all sorts of cool stuff like that. GoToMeeting is normally $49 a month for unlimited online meetings. That's a lot less than just gas money sometimes to travel to these meetings. And you get free voice over IP and phone conferencing with that. But you, my listeners, can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. For this special offer, you must visit GoToMeeting.com slash podcast. That's GoToMeeting.com slash podcast for your free 45-day trial. That's worth more than $50. It's cool. 
Thank you very much, Citrix, for your support. Now, let me talk to you about MP3s. I got an email this week from a listener, Bob. Bob wrote in to say, As I recall in your discussion of Audacity, you have advocated VBR, that's variable bitrate, with Audacity to get the best sound. Here's a reason why VBR, and perhaps by extension Audacity, is a bad choice. VBR will not work with Libsyn's iPhone app. He linked me to a PDF document of the information about Libsyn. Now, Libsyn is a media hosting service, and one of their packages offer to give you a free app for your podcast so people can download this app and automatically get your podcast with this app on their iPhone. Now, in their instructions, this is one of their uh, podcast companion app features, PDF, and they explain different things about what each of the extras are and what this service can do and such. It gives the requirements. Buried in the requirements is this little line of text that says how your audio should be used. They recommend using iTunes and they give some different parameters for what kind of audio quality that they recommend for your podcast MP3 file. But then they say avoid using VBR, variable bitrate encoding, as it is not compatible with our system. VBR is not compatible with Libsyn's hosting service. With their hosting service, yes, I'm sorry. With their iPhone app. If you get one of their iPhone apps, if you have a larger plan, media hosting plan with Libsyn. This caused me to send an email, a lengthy email, and we had this lengthy exchange of emails between me and the guys running Libsyn, both one of their technical people and their, I guess, their chief operating officer, two people high up in the company. And I corresponded back and forth several times about MP3s, variable bitrate versus constant bitrate and all of this. Here's what it comes down to. Their iPhone app does not support VBR. It is as simple as that. So if you produce a podcast with the settings that I recommended in episode six of the Audacity podcast, where I told you to use Audacity's encoder, which is lame, it's the most popular and the best MP3 encoder, but I explained that lame is the best when you use it right. And the right way to use it is to make VBR files because LAME was really designed based on quality and file size. And it is definitely the best way to produce music files. But podcasts are not quite music. Podcasts are voice and podcasts are listened to in slightly different ways. So what it comes down to is an issue of compatibility. Yes, most players support VBR. Most players. But all players support constant bitrate, CBR. Most Flash players, like when you go to a website and you can see that you can 
click play on the website and listen to the podcast. Most players support VBR. Yeah, the Flash players support VBR. You won't hear the chipmunk effect unless you encode your audio at a different kilohertz, a different um, a different rate. Not bit rate, but just an audio rate. So like at, at 36 or 48 kilohertz. But some, not very many, and I couldn't even find a specific name of any, but some players will not play VBR very well. Some computer programs, even iTunes, will sometimes misunderstand the length of your episode if it's in VBR. I've seen this actually with my own episodes. When I've been producing in VBR, I have seen that some of the podcasts I release, iTunes will say it is, for example, 47 minutes long. But when I actually play it, it gets to the end and iTunes says there's zero seconds left but it's still playing for another 30 seconds or so. So it does play, yes, but it won't play in the Libsyn app. And my main reason for encouraging everyone to use VBR out of Audacity is because Audacity uses the LAME, which is an MP3 encoder. And LAME is best only when you use VBR. It's not good at CBR. Audacity's default settings are CBR when you first get it. So I suggested to everyone to use VBR instead. That way you could encode your MP3 files straight from Audacity and they would be in a quality setting that you wanted. They would have low file size, small file size, usually a tad bit smaller than what most people were releasing. But you would get a very nice sounding audio file and it would sound much better than if you used the default settings from Audacity and ended up with even the same file size. The VBR would sound a lot better because Lame was created, or rather Lame in recent versions, has been focused on quality and the best way to get quality is with VBR, not necessarily the most compatible. Now, I mentioned the factor of a hassle at the beginning of this because the method I'm about to show you and tell you about is kind of a hassle. Many people do this, and you know what? My friend Cliff Ravenscraft over at Podcast Answer Man, he's been podcasting about podcasting and just podcasting in general for a lot longer than I have. He's got a lot more experience in podcasting. We have some different opinions and ways. This is one of those areas we had some different opinions. And he even invited me on his show to share and defend Lame and share my secret recipe for Lame MP3s. However, I would very very humbly accept an I told you so from Cliff Ravenscraft because I have to hand it to him. He had this right and this probably is the best way to produce your mp3s but it may seem like a hassle but I have some information to share with you. What is more important to you when you're saving your mp3s? Is it how easy it is to save Or is it how quick it is to save? There are two methods, two basic methods you could use 
for encoding your MP3s if you use Audacity. Okay. One is that you use the built-in encoder, which would be lame. Well, it's not exactly built-in. You have to download it, but we've talked about that before. It's pretty easy. You can use lame to create your MP3s and the settings I gave you to make good quality MP3s from Audacity were quality five, variable bitrate, joint stereo using the lame codec. When I ran a test on a podcast I had, the podcast was about 45 minutes in length, I believe. This is running on my MacBook Pro 17-inch. It's got a core i7 processor and 8 gigs of RAM. And this is like this highly souped-up MacBook Pro. But I just want you to listen to the difference in numbers. So forget what kind of system I have. Just imagine the numbers. Encoding a file directly from Audacity to MP3 using lame VBR quality setting 5 in joint stereo took 8 minutes and 10 seconds for about a 45-minute file. Now that is 8 minutes and 10 seconds from when I click OK to when it's done and I have a file I can then tag and upload. 8 minutes, 10 seconds. Then I tried it this other way, and this is a way that involves free software, so don't worry about that, but it is restricted to Windows and Mac, so Linux users can't really try this necessarily. But this way took a total for the exact same file. I ended up with an MP3 file that was ready for me to tag and upload, this time in two minutes. So two minutes versus eight minutes to get an MP3 ready to tag and ready to upload. The file size difference between these two. When I created the Quality 5 MP3 from Audacity, it gave me a file that is 44.1 megabytes. When I created the MP3 in this other way, it created a file that is 44 megabytes. So almost exactly the same size. Now, of course, because VBR depends on what kind of stuff you have in your audio, the file size differences may be larger or smaller, depending on your file. So you're not losing file size you're not really losing quality because we're working around lame. In fact, we're not using lame to do it. So how is it that I do this? Here's what you need. You need Audacity, obviously. You need iTunes. iTunes is free from Apple. You can get it at apple.com slash iTunes, and it's for Windows Windows 7, Windows Vista, Windows XP, and for Mac OS X, all sorts of versions of Mac OS X. And iTunes is completely free. What makes this process a little bit more of a hassle is I'll give you the overview and then I'll explain step by step how to do it. The overview is instead of creating an MP3 file directly from Audacity using Lame, 
Instead, we create an uncompressed wave file, then take that into Audacity, and then you, I'm sorry, not Audacity, we take that wave file into iTunes, and then use iTunes to convert that wave file to an MP3. That sounds like a hassle, but remember, it's a difference of the iTunes method takes 25% of the time that the lame method does. So let me explain this process. Now, just for review, I said that to make lame MP3s from Audacity, you go to the file menu, choose export, change your format to MP3 files, and again, you should be using Audacity 1.3 beta because this is how it works in 1.3 beta. Click the options button, switch your bitrate mode to variable, the quality to five, variable speed, leave that at standard, and channel mode should be joint stereo. Do all that, you save your MP3 file, don't tag it with Audacity, you'll just have to tag it again later anyway, so don't even bother. That's how you create your MP3 file from Audacity, and that gives you a file that's ready to be tagged and uploaded. Eight minutes and 10 seconds. Remember that, eight minutes and 10 seconds to do that. Instead, what I recommend is when you want to export your settings from Audacity and use iTunes, then what you should do is go to the file menu, go to export, Change the format to WAVE, Microsoft signed 16-bit PCM, or you can use AIFF. They're both essentially the same thing, really. They're uncompressed audio, but WAVE is always going to be compatible with every program. AIFF usually is, but just for simplicity, I'll tell you to use WAVE. So save your file as a WAVE. You don't have to worry about anything in the options because if you click the options button, Audacity tells you there are no options for this format. It's simply uncompressed audio. So click save. It will ask you to tag your file. Don't worry about tagging it because WAV files actually don't hold ID3 tags. So whatever you put in it won't carry over into anything. Click OK and it quickly makes your WAV file. When I exported the 45-minute stereo podcast into an uncompressed wave, it took one minute to do that. So we're up to one minute now. So it saved that wave file to somewhere on my computer. And it's important for you to remember where it's saving it. So that way it's just easy for you to get to. And when I get that file, I will have a file that is big. We're talking maybe 500 megabytes, depending on how long your episode is. If you have an episode near one hour long, you'll have a file that's 500, 600 megabytes, anywhere near there. It's going to be big. That's not the file you want to give to people. Instead, what we'll do is we'll drag that into iTunes. But to make this easier, especially if you have a lot of music, like I have over 10,000 songs in my iTunes library. I have 12,114 songs in my iTunes library. It's going to be tricky to find my file from here. So here's what I recommend. When you have Audacity installed on your computer, go down into the lower left-hand corner 
and click the plus sign. What that does is it creates a playlist. Here's what I recommend that you call the playlist. Call it something like encode, encoding Q or to encode or just encode. I'll call mine encoding Q. That's Q-U-E-U-E. Now I have a playlist that is completely blank. It's just a standard playlist. It's not a smart playlist, which those are completely different, but don't worry about that for now. What I will do is, and this works in Windows or Mac, go to the file where you have your WAV file. And I want to drag the WAV file into that playlist. Now, one of two things will happen depending on how your iTunes is set up. iTunes, by default, will consolidate your library. Now, when you drag something into iTunes, by default, it will copy that file into the iTunes music folder. If it's copying the file, that's going to make it take a little bit longer. So what I did before I dragged my file into iTunes is I go into iTunes Preferences, I go to the advanced section of the preferences and one of the second checkboxes there, and this is in iTunes 9.2.1, uncheckmark where it says copy files to iTunes media folder when adding to library. This is just a little time saver for you and prevents you from having duplicate files. You don't have to do this. But it's just the way I do it. Now, if you do uncheck this, just remember whenever you add music to iTunes to right click on that music and click consolidate files. What that will do is it will copy your music into the iTunes directory so you don't have to worry about losing it if you delete it from wherever it is when you downloaded it or wherever. So you can do that if you want. You don't have to. Next. Go into your Finder or your Explorer, find that file that you have, and drag it, the WAV file, into your playlist. Now, if you've told Audacity to copy the files, it will copy the files, and that will slow you down just a little bit. It will copy that 500-whatever megabyte file, however big your uncompressed WAV file is. It will copy that into iTunes. So now we've got the WAV file. In iTunes and we've put it in this playlist so that it's really easy for us to get to now to set your iTunes so that it creates an mp3 file in the settings we want here's what you do go into your iTunes preferences on Windows go to the edit menu and choose preferences on Mac go to the iTunes menu and choose preferences go to the general tab if you're not already there Click the Import Settings button, and this is where we change how iTunes rips CDs or how it converts files within iTunes. Tell it to import using MP3 encoder. Set the quality, the setting, to good, which is 128 kilobits per second. Now, this will make it 64 kilobits per second if you're encoding a mono file or 128 kilobits per second if you're recording a stereo file so you'll get the exact same quality sound 
it just doubles the file size depending on, on if there are two channels, which is stereo when there are two channels. So we set it for this. Click OK, click OK again. Now right-click on your Audacity file and choose Create MP3 Version. So when I had all of my settings already set to do this, it took me about 15 seconds just to drag my file into Audacity and right-click and choose Create MP3. 15 seconds to do that. Now as I'm encoding the WAV file to MP3, you can watch the number that it says and it tells you how long it's remaining and it tells you how fast it's going. It is extremely fast. For my 45 second or 45 minute audio file, it took Audacity, even with some programs running in the background, it took Audacity 45 seconds to encode it. And that little noise you heard was Audacity telling me, I just encoded your file. So 45 seconds. That is not bad. So all total, that's where I come up with my two minutes. Now the issue that you may have is when you encode it and when you convert your file, it doesn't put it in the same playlist for you. So you are going to have to go back into Audacity or into iTunes, find your file, and then you have it. What you can do is once you've got your file, once you've found it within your iTunes library, right-click on it and choose Show in Finder or Show in Explorer or Explorer, something like that, Show in Folder on Windows. And then that takes you to the location where your MP3 file is. You can drag that to wherever you want then it's ready for you to tag. Now, like I said, this way is more of a hassle, but it's a lot faster to do it this way. And this guarantees that you will get an audio file that is completely compatible. Now, many of the other podcasters out there are using Adobe Audition to do their podcasts. And they can create their MP3 files straight from Audition because Audition has this different MP3 encoder built in. When you encode an MP3, there are really only two popular ways, two popular encoders that you can use to make your MP3 file. There's Lame, which is free, and there's Fraunhofer, which is not free. Fraunhofer is licensed, so in order to get it, you usually have to pay for a program. That's why it's an audition, is because audition is a very expensive program. It's $349, so it includes a license for the Fraunhofer encoder so that you can encode your MP3s with Fraunhofer. Now, there are other ways, though, to use Fraunhofer for free and legally, and that other way is iTunes. See, iTunes doesn't just use technology based on Fraunhofer. Here's what's on the Fraunhofer MP3 website, and I'll have a link to this in the show notes over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 10. On their page... 
They say, if you are an end user and would like to use the Fraunhofer MP3 encoder or decoder, please use Apple iTunes or Windows Media, which integrate the Fraunhofer MP3 software. Please note that although MP3 was developed at Fraunhofer IIS, we do not sell any MP3 MP3 products to end users and do not provide end support for MP3 devices and software. So Fraunhofer is telling you to get iTunes. iTunes even has it listed in their credits that technology was used by Fraunhofer, some technology provided by Fraunhofer. So iTunes is a licensed way to use the Fraunhofer MP3 encoder. The difference, as I explained back in episode 6, is that LAME was created really with quality in mind and file size, and the way that they do that is by using VBR. And all tests on LAME MP3s have proven that LAME VBR MP3s are the best file quality for VBR MP3s. Fraunhofer isn't as good at VBR. However, LAME is terrible at doing constant bitrate CBR MP3s. Fraunhofer is great at that. So there, Fraunhofer is better. And the way to use Fraunhofer is use iTunes to create your MP3s. And although it seems like a hassle because you've got all of these extra steps and then you've got this huge uncompressed WAV file sitting on your computer, you can delete that WAV file. You don't need it after you've made your MP3. But when you do it through this means, you are still saving a lot more time. Remember that number. 8 minutes and 10 seconds to encode from Audacity to make a lame MP3 or 2 minutes of time to make an uncompressed wave, drag it into iTunes, and convert it to an MP3 with iTunes. Two minutes to get me to an MP3 file that is ready to tag and upload to the internet, to my site, wherever your site is. So remember, if you're especially if you're using Libsyn and you have their free iPhone app, this is the way you really have to create your MP3 files. And if you want your MP3 files to be totally compatible with everything out there, this is the way you've got to do it. It may seem like a little bit of a hassle, but it's actually a time saver. Like for me, this gives me six more minutes on most of my podcasts. Six minutes that I don't have to wait for my computer to process anything. So I'm actually thinking that even though it's a little bit more of a hassle to do it through all of these different steps, I think... It's worth it because it's saving me a lot more time. Let me know what you think. You can comment on the show notes over at the Audacity to Podcast slash 10. You can email feedback to feedback at noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332. And again, remember that all of the show notes for this episode will be at the com slash 10. Now, we record these shows normally live, and I really appreciate the people who are in the chat room live right now. And Wednesday night seems to be not the best night, apparently, to do this live. But normally we do this live at 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday nights. Episode 11 
will be the last live show for a little while because I'm getting married in just a couple weeks. So I'm not going to be podcasting from my honeymoon. But don't worry, I am pre-recording some episodes, some stuff that I think you will really appreciate, some valuable Audacity tools and information about podcasting, and a great interview too, I hope, if we can work out our schedules. So stay subscribed, and you will get all of these episodes automatically. But just to let you know that August 25 will be the last live show for a little while. And then we may reschedule when we'll do this live show. And I'm going to try and move all of our live shows to the same night. That is the Ramen Noodle and the Audacity podcast being on the same night just for workflow and audience. And it might be easier for you guys, too. You can let me know what you think about that and share your opinions. We've got some great stuff, though, coming up. We're going to be talking about removing noise. We're going to be talking about podcasting without passion, organization, or dialogue. I've got some quick tips for Audacity. We'll talk about podcasts about podcasting. We've got a great interview with a podcaster who has hundreds and hundreds, maybe even thousands of episodes already released, and talk about his workflow and some tips for saving space with Audacity and a whole lot more coming. So stay tuned to the Audacity podcast Tell someone else about the show. And remember that if you need album art for your cover art for your podcast, or you need a website design for your podcast, or a domain for your podcast, or any of that, I can provide that through you through my company, D Joseph Design. Check out my portfolio, djosephdesign.com. Also, you know that subscribe and follow section of my website where I have the different social media icons like Twitter, Facebook, RSS, iTunes, Zoom, and whatever else there. I can customize that for you and for your website. I've done that now for a couple other podcasters, and they have been very happy, and I've been happy with how well it fits into their designs as well, and I've customized that for them. Previously, I've said a set price on that, but I have discovered that not everyone's template files are as easy to customize. So because I don't have this as totally just a widget you can plug in yet, I am customizing it for people. So I will say the starting price is $50 if you want to get that subscribe and follow put on your site. Now, what's so great about that is I am a web designer. So I put a lot more thought into how stuff works on the web and what are the best ways to display either links to multiple shows or links to just a single show. It's very flexible, and I create it for you so you don't have to worry about any of the coding at all. One of the podcasters that had me do it for him actually just gave me FTP access to his template folder, and he gave me a temporary admin account to his blog. That way I was able to work on it completely without him having to pop in new code because his template was really complex. I had to do a lot of adjusting on his template to make it work, but it worked out great. Actually, you can check it out. Go over to wavesoftech.com, and that is one of the sites there where I've customized it, and it you'll notice it looks just like mine. Yeah, it does. I just had to customize it quite a bit for his show because of how complicated his template was, but I got that working for him. I can get it working for you too. Just contact me through all the normal means. So again, our contact method is leave a comment on the show notes, the slash 10, or you can also 
email feedback at noodle.mx or you can even send audio files to that email address or you can call in to the phone number which is 859-353-4332 and leave a voicemail there and please forgive me if I don't get to your message soon because I'm getting married so I'm going to be gone for a little while and not on the internet. But you will still get episodes from me. Remember that you can follow me on twitter.com slash the ramen noodle. Check out the other podcasts over at noodle.mx and subscribe to them, especially the comedy podcast. It'll make you laugh, I hope. So now that I've given you some of the guts, taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, with organization, and with dialogue. I'm your host, Daniel Lewis. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey as I recanted, maybe, my allegiance to Lane. Not totally. But thank you for listening, and I hope to hear from you soon with your questions or responses. 